You're listening to Future Theater Radio with Bill and Nancy Burns, right here on the Dark Matter Radio Network and PSN Radio. Hi, everybody. Good evening, and we are your co-hosts, Bill, that's me, and Nancy. Hello, everybody. Burns. And we are broadcasting on Future Theater Live from the banks of beautiful, heavily running water, Primrose Creek, and pouring rain from downtown Solberry Village in Pennsylvania. Yeah, but we have nothing to complain about. On the Dark Matter Radio Network and PSN Radio. And we have our producer with us tonight, Angel Espino, the Jackal. Say hello, Jackal. Hello, hello, Jackal. And our guest... Hello, Our Nancy guest Burns. tonight Hello. is MV, and Nancy will introduce That's right. him. That's right. Well, because you don't know what MV stands for, do you? I have no idea. Yeah. I do. You think you're going to sit I back? Do. You think you're just going to sit back tonight? Tonight is going to be such I know. a knockdown drag out. It is going to be so incredible because as we speak, okay, we're, we're coming to you live on the Dark Matter Digital Network. That's, That's the right. network. Radio. Radio. No, no, no. No, it's, it's, no, no. No, it's digital. No. They changed the bill now. Yeah, See, I get oh, yelled at. Digital? Yeah, yeah. No. Things change all the time, Bill. It's crazy. I yeah. should become I a, a man. That's what I should I didn't do. get I either. Should... Like, one day it was just changed, and I was like, what? It's changed? And I'm okay. like, okay, you got to roll with oh, the you punches. You could be the reverse Bruce Jenner. Yeah, what would hey, be your... Okay, that's crazy. That would be your... very depressing. That would be like uh, uh, be, uh, yeah. Grace and Frankie in reverse. Listen, guys. That's scary, actually. Angel. Angel, what would be your girl name if you became a girl? Since you already have a name... See here, here's people. here's the thing, Nancy Burns. If I if I was um, to become a if I was born a woman, I'd be a, like the butchiest lesbian ever. That's the first thing. Uh, I'd have so I'd be like you Chaz would like Bono. Girls. You would of like course. girls. Of course, I would have the same name. William? Bill? No, Billy. Billy. There you go. There you go. Angel. Works both Angel. ways. Angel works either way. And, and I think, you know, okay, I have a lot to Not say that I go both ways about anything, Bruce Jenner, but let me but... first tell you why the oh, show is going to be up. so epic. Let's first talk about MV, Michael Van Dieven, our guest, okay? Michael Van Dieven. After Deven. tonight's show, you'll totally know Michael because, number one, he's got a fabulous, fabulous voice. He could do really weird things with his voice. He has voice. a good radio name, too, Nancy. Michael yeah, Van Dieven. Michael Van Dieven. Good name. Yeah, good yeah. name. It's better yeah, than Angel yeah. Espino. Nah. Well, Sorry, folks. actually, might have to like adapt it like a actually, stage Actually, if you guys would ever go to futuretheater.com, you could read up. Um, you, there's lots of links. You'll you'll see a, a great picture of Michael and his gorgeous wife. Um, and something else he's got over me. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and he's <laughs> he's sucking on a hookah type thing. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And, I like him already. Good guy. And okay, okay go tonight. Ahead. Okay, so tonight. You, I can guarantee you that all the powers that be, there is a war brewing. It's like a war in heaven. Uh oh! Are, are you saying, Nancy, a what? radio war? Yes. Yes. Oh my God! Airwaves are. Uh, there's darkness gathering in the airwaves. Midnight hold on, Nancy. Nancy, Nancy, hold on. Are you saying? Hold on. Are you yeah. saying there's a war of darkness? Well, I'm saying that. There is a very corporate uh, structure. I'm sorry I moved around. I'm sorry I forgot. There's a hold on, Nancy. Hold on. Are we saying we're having a, a corporate war? Why are you doing this? Is there something I'm missing? It's just supposed to be funny, but continue. I know, but I know. But it's funny because why? No, is it a corporate war? What kind of war are we talking about here? It's, 
It's 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 Radio Mageddon. Radio Mageddon is the wow, best way I can put it. Radio okay. Mageddon. It's okay. it's it's Shark Ray. I don't know what it is yet. I'll, Michael will have a, a phrase. Here's what's going on. Art Bell's decided to come back to the airwaves. Right. Now he's not coming back. That's not the, the new news, he, folks. I know, but here's what's okay. going on. The corporate picture the corporate entity like a steel wall. Uh, and it kind of comes clanking down whenever they want to clank down. They cut your cable. They they hack your website. They 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 could cut us right off the air. And that's how they've always had power. You know, the big corporate networks have money right. and they have power. But now and Art we Bell, got Keith. But here's the thing: Art Bell A has Keith, and Keith has been plugging along. Here's the point: Art Bell has decided to embrace the new radio. The new world of sound and the people behind the wall, behind the big steel wall, they can never understand this because their jobs depend on their being expert at corporate stuff, uh, all kinds of stuff that have nothing to do with the real radio that's that's brewing as we speak. So when Michael is on, Michael is, he calls himself a radio nerd. He's been in terrestrial radio for, I think, seven years. Um, he's got a radio voice. Now his show is back on Dark Matter. He, the minute I heard his show, he has two shows, three shows, whatever. He's on the radio a lot. Um, but he has this Sounds one familiar. show. It's called, it's called The yeah. Spec Sheet, and that's the show that was on yeah. – that was on – that was the very first show on Dark Matter Network. Keith, Keith can tell talent. He's got us. He's got you. He's That's got, right. and now That's he's right. got Michael again. And, and anyway, if you look back on a few shows back, we talked all about this. Um, yes, we did. Why? Yes. Okay. And, and so tonight's show has everything to do with the fact that the corporate guys behind the wall, the guys that, that propped George, well, this guy up yeah, yeah, as, yeah. A, as a radio replacement to Art Bell. And Art he Bell who should left. not be named by name. Yeah. yeah we'll keep guy. him obscure because he's going to just drop through the drop in the waves. Well, anyway. Stash wash. You know. Here's what's happening. Okay. Art Bell decided to do it on his own. And the first uh, thing you knew something was a, was afoot was when shortwave came on. And now there are two shortwave stations who've come on. Now they put out a little notice on artbell.com. And if you're a terrestrial radio station and you're listening to us, which you could be, or or better yet, if you know some folks at a terrestrial radio station, I say, Keith has not said don't do this. I say go out and ask them to carry the show because now the show is being carried and stations are picking up. Sadly, from I did read the small print on Keith's, that Keith put up on artbell.com. It's legible. He does a good job of making sure you can read it. Uh, it's a few paragraphs. And one of them says... He is sadly, professional they, in an answer, yes. Yeah, but, but he says, sadly, they have to go with the larger stations if there's a conflict. In other words... Two stations, I guess, can't carry. This is why terrestrial radio is, is sadly dying because they have these rules and laws. Um, I, so if a, if Podunk, the smallest station in Podunk, is the the big Art Bell fans and they want to carry the show, but the bigger station in Podunk wants to also, then they get to have the show. I think, and I don't think that sounds fair. So, you know, Keith and Art can work that out. But anyway. Stations are are coming aboard. This was never intended. Art was just going to do it internet only. But are but and are you shocked that stations are interested? I mean, it's art no, Bell, I'm not shocked at all. But it's I am Bell. shocked. So what you're saying is this is a backdoor syndication. Well, it was never meant to be. Kind I think of. it is. It is. No, that's, and that's why it's backdoor. Why, that's why I want to do my show because it's the kind of thing that just has to come <laughs> to be. 
you say, and my jingle is done, which I'd like to play. So play the jingle have, right now. I don't know, but it. she has to send me the jingle, and she never sent me the jingle, well, why, so you cannot play the I jingle. Just, okay, how about if I just went to futuretheater.com, like I'm asking people to do, and you click on the beautiful picture that is Michael Van Dieven and his wife, and he's sucking on a hookah, okay, a long, fancy hookah. Looks like a hookah. His wife is gorgeous, like movie star level, okay? Um, so then you you hit listen online or, and continue reading. And then if you scoot down, you'll see a little link for my jingle. It's underneath the picture of Bella Haven. If I play it right now, will it play? You want to try? I'll try. It's 30 seconds. Well, no, I see. I have to, Nancy, I have to download the file. That's and put what it I don't understand. Sand. Okay. It's very simple. Look, I, go to, no, look, no, Nancy, I think Nancy, it Nancy. will. Listen, I'm going to play it. Let's see if it works. Yeah, but it's going to sound really bad. Can you hear it? No, Nancy. No. Can you because hear it? Nancy, you got no, Nancy, you got to send me the okay. MP3 file. That's the only okay. way it's going to play. It's such a mystery. See, Michael. No, it's not. All you got to do is send me the MP3 yeah. Skype has an option. Uh, you can go on the very uh, top of your Skype. Well, I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to just send just... a file. It's very simple. Oh, Angel, why don't you just go to futuretheater.com, click on the page for Michael, and go down there and just play is it. Is it there? Yeah, that's what I'm no, saying. No, but I, I have to download the file. Can I download the file from there? Sure. You just uh, right click it. Okay, Tell your machine to download it. I'm just saying. It's 30 seconds. I built it myself from completely from scratch. And I that is a nice sure. hookah he's uh, using there. It's a very nice hookah. See, you're on the page. See that? That's a nice. That is a, I'm, see, now I'm the one with envy. Yeah. Nice well, that's a nice wife, too. Right? Well, she's a very pretty happy lady. Wife, yes. happy yeah, life. very pretty. Yeah. Pretty lady, nice hookah. He's living life, man. He's a yeah, dark matter. Living, right the dr- uh, living the dream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Nancy, unfortunately, I, let me see. Save audio, Oz. Okay, yeah, actually, I can sort of. Uh, Bella Bumper. Okay, Bumpus. How oh, is this? Bumper? Okay, good. All right, let's see if I can make this okay, happen. Okay, so how do you play it then? Well, the mysteries of the universe. Shall it's be not a mystery. Right now. It is It is Angel <laughs> Skype. That, okay, that be quiet. Be no, quiet. It, it, no, it, quiet. it's not even. No, but no, it's not my Skype. Are you going to play actually? It? Can I explain to you how I'm going to play? It? It's yeah. actually the broadcaster that I use. I download the file, I import it uh-huh. into the broadcaster, then I yes, go sir. ahead and I play it. Now, right now, we're going to go off the mic for a second. We're going to play her bumpers. Thirty-three seconds. Okay, here, here we, we go. go. Hi there. This is Long John Neville. Now, West of the Rockies, you're on the air with Mel. Who's got the hole in Washington? Hello? Hello? Hello, everybody. This way to Bella Hayden. Okay. So what do you think? What do you think? Huh. Huh. Let me hear that one more time. Hold on, let's play that. I think this Seriously? deserves a repeat. Listen, it does. Hold on, I'm going to hear it one more time. Folks, here we go. Catchy. Hi there. This is Long John Neville. Now, west of the Rockies, you're on the air with Mel. Who's got the hole in Washington? Hello? Hello. Hello, everybody. This way to Bella Hayden. I will say that it's very tribal. I want it is that. tribal. 
Yeah. I wanted it to be like you're coming into a clearing in the woods and there's a campfire, you know, and it's just going to be mysterious and magic. It's in the night, in the middle of the night. Well, it is midnight in the desert. It's after that. It will be 2 o'clock well, in the desert. After, after, yeah. Yeah. 3 o'clock after in the, the midnight. Desert. 3 o'clock in the desert. 3 o'clock Overnight. in the desert. In the desert, yeah. but you're not in the desert. It's that though. magic That's time. It's yeah. So folks heard it. I wonder what people think. Well, I'll well, find out. If anybody wants to, uh, you know, give their two cents on the bumper, <sighs> please call in seven eight six two four five eight one two seven. Again, that's east of the Rockies, west of the Rockies, north, south of the equator. No matter where you are, even if you're on Pluto, same number seven eight six two. See, but don't you think now eight one two seven. Don't you think that now that she's she's never going to let me get that number out without? Yeah, I know, I know. I put it on Belgab, by the way, and I can give it out too sometime soon once I find it again. But yeah, because okay, here it is: seven eight six two four five eighty one twenty seven. Yes. Yeah, because you know what? I'm hoping. I'm begging. I'm begging. Look at that. Ask and you shall receive. We have our first caller. Caller, what do you think of the bumper? I am not picking up your show, so I, I, are you guys on the air with Future Theater? Yes, oh, we've been on the air. Is this? Yeah, we've been on there. Is this? Is this? Lou? The famous Lou. It is, but I can't get you on the air. Oh, you missed the now bumper. Oh, you, you've missed the bumper, Lou. I apologize. You might, you might be. You might be. You might be having a uh, browser issue, my friend. Because no, but see, maybe fine. no one heard the bumper. Oh no, no, no! Believe no one heard. Others, others that. heard the bumper. Okay. Others heard it. Okay. I heard but it. I, I apologize. Didn't hear it. I was calling. Yeah. I did. I was calling. You made okay. it, Nancy. I'll start listening. I will look. Well, here's start the thing. listening. Lou, right. Lou. Now, we are on the air, so just Lou, Lou go Listen, ahead and stop. start listening. Lou, Lou, what happened will, at cons- what happened at the um, oh, thing in the desert? So much to yeah. say. The yeah. king yeah. of the desert. But <laughs> I, I had good experiences actually. Um, I saw Stan. Well, Friedman. we don't want to hear he about gave... we don't want to hear about the good stuff. I will we write really it. Don't. <laughs> oh. Let me let me give us the controversial stuff there, Lou. I will. There is some, but I want to follow up and get a little more detail on that stuff too. Of course, it's between. A man with the last name that begins with N, as in, what, Nori, and another guy named, it begins with B, as in, oh, I don't know, Batman. Bella Haven. Bella Haven. Right, right. But let me me look to your show, and I'll call back and get get this for you. Thanks, bye. Okay, good. Thanks, Lou. That was the best call of the week. Yeah, but he should have, but he doesn't have to, okay, so what if it never went across the airwaves, Angel? It did, Nancy. It did, look. If not, Keith would have been like yelling at me. You're not on the air. There's something going on. Okay. That's that's not how he talks, by the way. That's just me exaggerating. I don't want Keith yeah. to get mad at me. Well, see, In Keith fact, like... we have another caller. Hold on, we have ah. another caller. Lasha. Oh dear. Oh uh, dear. Uh oh. Nancy. What? Sweetie. <laughs> what? Sweetie, darling. Yep. We have... <laughs> we have to talk about the bumper music. G- give it to her, Lasha. Give it to her. Sweetie, darling. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Everybody Aww. in the audience, just pretend you didn't hear it. We're going to Aww. redo it. <laughs> no, it's catchy. Catchy for what? What's catchy? Like a virus is catchy. No, it's catchy. It br- it makes atmosphere. Ouch, it's not that bad. It's Okay. <gasps> it's I know catchy. I should have. Pretty good. Yeah. No, no, okay. It's, I think it's got Art Bell and... and... on the right track. Absolutely okay. on the right track, but we need different voices in there, and I can't stand Stephen that's Hawking. Art, that's Art Bell and, and what? That's Art Long Bell, man, and Long John Nebel. Oh, gee, Stephen Hawking was my idea. Yeah, that's really? a great, yeah, Stephen Hawking is awesome. I don't want to sit at a campfire in the woods with Stephen Hawking. 
Oh, it'd be fun. Are you kidding me? That's that's a dream for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd tell you why the fire is burning. Well, he'd be like a thermometer. 5,000 years ago. It would start like that. But it would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, my He's God. Most... Just think, if you had Stephen Hawking, just oh, you know, look geez. the other way. Yeah. So, but, but now we have the answer to our question. It did go out over the airwaves. Yes. I, I definitely heard it. Yeah. Good. Not going to be Thank you know, you. singing it to myself in an elevator. Well, here's the thing, but, Lasha. You've only heard it two times. That's I, true. And, and, I had, and here's the cool thing. It's the best I can do. And I okay. mean that. Okay. Oh, I, so sincerely. The gauntlet has been thrown down. <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown down. You Seriously. know, this goes wrong. You need something a little bit more mysterious and a little faster. I thought it was plenty mysterious. I thought it was like overly mysterious, mysterious, to be honest. Yeah. I love that. I love I mean, what's, drums, what's mysterious? Drums, what's mysterious? Drums. That was tribal. That was mysterious. I mean, what, what do you? To do the, uh... Yeah. And I also I learned about this thing called cracking or peaking or clipping. Clipping. I learned oh about God. that. Yeah, you got to work on your levels though. The the volume of the voices were a little bit lower. Well, than I did. Be. I did. I'm telling you, Angel. This is the best I can do. But Keith, Keith was good enough to show me his screen. He's an expert at Audacity. So you know. Yeah. He had the audacity to show you Audacity. That's crazy. Yeah, okay. it's such a great I like it. <laughs> okay, so so here's so anyway, so yeah, so yeah, it's I I would have sent you samples and stuff, Lasha, but it's the best I can do. Seriously, <laughs> there's no other options. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh my! Let's do this. Let's do this. Hold on. Let's do this. Let's play it one more time. I want people out there listening because there's a lot of people listening. I want more people to call in and, to, you and give still, us your minute, opinion. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you still have the 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 one that the the intro that I sent you? Remember no, when we were going to call? No, so. probably not. Uh, but here, let's play it one more time. Here we go. One more time. One more time. Hi there. This is Long John Neville. Now, West of the Rockies, you're on the air with Mel. Who's got the hole in Washington? Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. This way to Bella Hayden. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there it is. Uh, once again, that's the bumper for Bella Haven. So if you guys want to call in and give no, no, your that, opinion. That's the proposed bumper. <laughs> that is the bumper that Nancy is guys. proposing for Bella Haven. If you want to call in, 786-245-8127 is the call-in number. Give us your two cents. Well, ahead, you know Nancy. what? You know what? I'm the boss. It, I am telling you, I am yeah. the boss. And if i if i give the reins over which i would probably will have to do at some point because this is an insane venture and by the way lasha i want to start it sooner i don't want to wait until july i'm yes. totally on board with that okay totally. yeah so we're going to start it on the soonish side now that i okay hold on hold on ladies ladies and bill too yeah 520 you're on the air future theater dark matter radio network and psn radio give us your two cents on that amazing bumper you just heard How's it going? This is Shethus from Belgab. Oh, what's up? Hey there. Very good. I just want to, um, I know you guys are talking about the bumper music and quite a few other topics, but I just want to talk about a little bit about content, and I want to go back to a radio show, uh, Bill, you did with Art Bell way back when with Linda Howe and Phil Corso. 
It would have been in July two, way, Jeff, 1997 from Roswell, guys. New Mexico. Uh, there's two of yes, them. Yes, sir. I, I, I'm going to tell you why that's so important. The reason why it was a salient show for me as a scientist. I, I'm a chemist and it's what I do for a living. But let me tell you something. I don't remember many other programs that you were on with Art. I don't know how many you did with Art back in the just day. One, uh, just one other. You know what? That's the shame. Because it was one of the best shows I ever heard, and Agreed. it was well, well, what was um, so it. Yeah, uh, let me let me tell you guys. If you go on uh, YouTube and you go looking for the show, there are two of them. There's the one that's close to July fourth. It's like July fifth or so. Yeah, July sixth. Yes. And then there's one that comes way after that. It's like the end of July, and that show is entirely different. That's when John Alexander got involved. So, which one are you talking about, Chefist? Well, I, I'm talking specifically. This is where Linda, um, okay. Bill, and Phil were handing a landline back and forth to one another, which was okay, hilarious. Right. Beautiful. But yeah, what, that, I, what I what I loved about it is the days before Skype. Full, huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you can go so low tech as to hand a landline and make a fascinating show, and one of one of the best interviews I ever heard. I mean, I'm talking about content, and I and I think when Art comes back, I think all of us who are Art Bell fans would like to see that, and I'd love to see more interviews with you, Nancy, and and Bill back with Art because you guys had some of the best questions. You would follow up. You, you knew the history. You knew the lore. You knew mythology. You knew fact. You knew everything. And it made it interesting for everyone. Okay. Wow, well, on you. Wednesday, thank on you. Wednesday of this year, thank you. On Wednesday of this year, July 29th, July 29th. Who, somebody I will, stop blowing their nose in the background there. I, I will be on, I will be on Art Bell's uh, Midnight in the Desert with James Sanders. Oh, very and nice. We will break the story, which we now have broken. Officially, and with absolute concrete proof of the shootdown of TWA Flight 800 19 years ago. So, well, hold you know what? I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you broke that because that's going to be a great story. And I just think it's one of many, many stories. And I don't want to wait 20 years between your next interview with Art. It took well, <laughs> so I know, but it took it took it took 19 years. For us to get it, I'm not going to do the big reveal now. We'll do it on on uh, Midnight in the Desert. But the uh, it took 19 years for someone deep inside the Department of Justice Records Department to divulge what we now have. And it is a story of obstruction of justice. It is a story of falsification of evidence. And it is a story of mass homicide. Well, you know, much. Bill, I think, yeah, I think you bring up a great point because now the timeline's coming around where some of this freedom of information is starting to roll out where we didn't have it back in the 90s, right? So you're, maybe a little bit more of the, the mysteries are being solved. But I'm going to get off the air because I want to hear you guys. You guys are great. But keep doing what you're doing and uh, just excited for, you know, you, hearing you guys with Art and Art coming back and – Thanks for taking my call. Wow, thank you, thank you. Sure thank thing, you. and and for you, here's the backstory of that first interview with Art Bell with Phil Corso and Linda Moulton Howe. We were at the Roswell celebration in July 1997, the 50th anniversary, and one of the things that happened was 
Phil's son was so nervous that Linda Moulton Howe had um, done post-its and marked up the book the day after Roswell that he didn't want us to go on um, coast to coast and uh, with Art Bell. And he was raging in the lobby. And what we had to do was closet fill because Simon and Schuster, who's the publisher, who's my publisher now, who was the publisher then, wanted us to go on the show to introduce the book. And so we closeted ourselves in a hotel room, Linda, Phil, and myself, while Nancy was outside trying to calm down a, a manic Phil Jr. And we only had one phone in that room. And if you listen carefully, you'll hear pounding on the door. That was Phil Corso Jr. trying to get in to stop his father from broadcasting on the Art Bell Show. It was a nightmare, but we got through incredible. it and did yeah. it. It was incredible. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is I have to say years and years later, I don't know what the family life is like, but we saw a glimpse of a lot of dysfunction. And since I came from a very violent uh, dysfunctional alcoholic father who tried to kill us more than one occasion. Um, when, when Phil Corso Jr. started the, his rampage, his, the fear on everybody's face, and I was in the room with them, it was as though I, 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 I was sent down a time machine shoot. Um, and, and that's why I personally have always been unhappy with Linda Moulton Howe since then, because we went through, we, we, we walked over glass to make sure she got that interview. And she was so cold and nasty to me from the minute she got it until now. And she walks out of rooms if Bill's in them. And people wonder why we don't go to conventions. And it's because certain people at conventions will say, if so-and-so comes, I'm not going to come. And I don't mean to be a downer or anything, but that, that's what I hope Lou will come back on and talk to us about this latest, because I understand there's a war uh, uh, brewing. Well, Nancy, we've, always known, we've always known that there's kind of been a, a war going on, but it's not been publicly like outed like this. What happened at this event, supposedly, if the powers that be are involved and the people behind what happened are those who we think they are, shots fired. That's the best okay, way to right. put it. Okay, what do you mean? Since Lou, I wanted Lou to stay on the, on the line and just get right into it, but he'll, he'll call, we'll back Lou call back. I'll let Lou yeah. call back when MV is here, and then Right, and also after he's it. heard the bumper, because now I, now I need votes. <laughs> um, so we got to play the bumper again. No, no, no. It's, please. Why don't you I mean, play us? No, why don't you play the bumper out? Because <laughs> we're coming up on our break in three minutes. And so we'll be coming up on our break. Um, yep, yep. Play us out on the bumper, and then we'll come back with MV. There we go. Okay. I'm sure MV is going to have uh, a couple things to say about what happened at the uh, yeah. convention. Well, yeah, let's hear yeah. about that. But this is yeah. the first I'm hearing about it. So oh, I'm fascinated sorry. that what. So you don't know the details of what happened yet, I, though, yeah? I have Look, here's all I know, and this is for everybody. I am invited every year personally, because I know right. Paul Andrews very well. I am invited, and he's the person who runs this thing. I'm invited every right, year right. to contact in the desert. And every year, after multiple phone calls from Paul, because we were, for, you know, oh, we are friends. I have, you know, we knew each other in L.A., and um, after multiple phone calls, I always say the same thing. I have absolutely no interest in going out to Joshua Tree and no interest in going out with 
uh, that group. I'm very sorry. I just I just don't like that group. And um, I don't think anything great goes on there. I just, it, it's just it's just but I know that it is a um, a profound experience for folks. I know who's out there. I think it's wonderful they do it. It's just not something I want to do. Well, it's been the same thing since we entered the field, and it's this. If you can't compete with people who are stars in the outside world, Bill came in as a star from the outside world, and he had a big bestseller. That's how he entered the field. Um, and the people who were already in the field were just angry at that. Uh, it's like unfair competition or something is what they thought. Yeah, and the so first. same thing's going on with Art Bell. He's a monster star and everybody knows it. There was no coast to coast. He is coast to coast. I have never in my life uh, when I try when we worked with this other guy, not the other guy, but the other other guy. Oh, the um, my other guy, but the other right. Other and guy. Bill and Bill did gotcha. several books with him and books that everybody right. knows, so forth and so yeah. on. Yeah. Um, whenever I'd mentioned his name, no one's ever heard of him. But when I'd always say, well, you remember the old Art Bell show? And it's like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, this guy took over after. And that's <laughs> and, and, always the way it went. Yep. Always. And before, and before our break, let me make a, uh, give a public thank you to Art Bell for writing the cover quote for uh, my book that's coming out in January of 2016, UFO Hunters Book Two. So thank you, Art, for that. I appreciate Very cool. it. Thank you, Keith, very much for setting for um, making the connection. So thank you. I appreciate it. And we are now going off on our break, and we will come back with MV, so we will but do wait, our wait. break. Wait, Listen, I, I have to do this on the air because um, I'm not capable of doing it off the air. Um, Angel, you and MV have not hooked up on Skype. And oh, no, it's so... already done. It's done. Okay, good. Thank I'm you. I'm way ahead of the game, Nancy Burns. Oh, you're so okay. good. You're so good. Come on, Nancy. So. Yes. You doubt I'm me. so lucky. Everybody, we're going to be back with MV after these messages. We are your co-host, Bill, that's me, and Nancy Burns, broadcasting live on Future Listen Theater. Listen to the bumper. Listen on to the, the Dark Matter Radio Network and PSN Radio. We'll be back after this. And this is the bumper. One more time. Here we go. Hi there, this is Long John Neville. Now, west of the Rockies, you're on the air with Mel. Who's got the hole in Washington? Hello? Hello? Hello, everybody. This way to Bellahaven. This is James Swagger, host of Capricorn Radio. I'm also an author, engineer, and researcher. Capricorn Radio covers alternative history, alternative science, philosophy, and truth-orientated discussions. We are proud to be on the Dark Matter Radio Network, live at 8 p.m. Saturdays, Eastern Standard Time. You can catch extra info on darkmatterradio.net, jameswagger.com for yours truly, CapricornMembers.com for the archives. Don't forget, truth is not democratic. Truth is truth. Put a 
team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions, providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology, preventative maintenance and networking support, hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call Key Information Solutions now. 954-973-3374. That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Are you tired of being lied to by the government when it comes to aircrafts that are flying over the skies? Let's explore the mysteries together. Tune in every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 a.m. Eastern. When Project Moondust was first exposed, the Air Force explanation to a United States senator was that uh, we never had a project named Moondust. Behind the tree was this gigantic, huge glass dome. Skywatchers Radio. back after a raucous off-air discussion uh, with our guests. Over what we can and can't say. Uh, which and we, we can't, can't say, but well, we, we can't say that, Nancy. The mysterious no. founder and main host of Bell Gab, the MD. Thank you for joining us, my friend. Hello, ladies and gents. I'm so pleased to be here with you tonight. Thank you. What a great so, voice. What a great voice. <laughs> what a voice for radio this man has. Why can't I have that voice? Why can't I have... Well, this is what we call morning voice, because I took a nice nap prior to uh, my appearance here. Well, whatever nap I could squeeze in that my two-year-old would let me have. Uh, and uh, that's why I sound so lovely and mellifluous. I'd like your voice, John Ham's hair, and... Um, <laughs> Bill de Blasio's height. I wish no, that were no, no love for me. No love for me right now. Height. No, nothing. All right, I see. Okay. Caitlyn so Jenner. What? Caitlyn Jenner. Let's Caitlin get that Jenner. That's his you're, new name. Cover of Vanity Fair. You're stuck on Jenner, huh? Uh, so this. Uh, I want Bruce be... Jenner's bravery. 
<laughs> yeah, this is your next Avatar MV. You know what's you know what's crazy? Back in, in the seventies <laughs> and eighties, he was on the cover of Wheaties boxes. You know that, that yes, was an amazing right. achievement. Now he's transcending. He's going to be on the cover of Fruity or Fruit Loops. And, and he was also right. on the cover of a lot of um, Fruity Pebbles. A, a lot of um, uh, magazines ones? back in those days as well as the symbol of manliness. When I saw the Wheaties box as a kid or whenever it came out, I remember thinking his eyebrows were really weird because he had plucked eyebrows for a man. I knew that from the get-go. He always had a a really weird hairline, almost like that of a burn victim. He did. (laughs) It was very strange. He was an odd guy always. There were Mm -hmm. two hormones in him fighting, fighting for supremacy, (laughs) and one of them won. He's he's learned how to play the whole media game from his uh, Kardashian uh, counterparts, though. That's what I'm thinking. See, I don't. He, think he really dragged this whole thing out. He didn't just come out. Drag. Great word, drag. Well, you know, there's so a little synchronicity there. You're right. I hadn't considered it. <laughs> Thank you. So I was accidentally brilliant there, ladies and gentlemen. Carry on. By accident. And my big question is, what was in that hookah? Um, well, I'm a father now, and so let's just go ahead and say for uh, the purposes of keeping me out of any trouble with the Department of Social Services, I don't do that True. anymore. True. And, that was tobacco, and, Bill. And, That's what you do with the give you, And let me give you um, a right. compliment on the air. You have a gorgeous, the cutest daughter. She is, she is magnificent. I Thank love you. the little movie of her. She's beautiful. She, yeah. I tell you what, everyone out there thinks their kid is cute. I know that. Everyone thinks their <laughs> own kid is cute. But I really think in this case, I hit a home run. Yeah. You did. You hit. Yeah. You hit. And you're, going to, going to, you're up at bat again, or you're not? Oh, yeah. Well, I've already hit it out of the park again. Well, at least we're up to third base in, in the uh, Van Dieven Enterprises production department. Nice. We have to wait, you know, a few more months and make sure that this one is on par with edition number one. Yeah. Is this is this a daughter or is this a yeah, son? Yeah, it's another daughter. I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm 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 having girls. That's what I produce. I'm a well, man who has girls. Well, I will tell girls. you this. I will tell you this as a man who's had girls. I will tell you this. Take this as grandfatherly advice. There will be a point in time when both of these girls are teenagers. And, and then you want to kill yourself. No. And you will put your head on your pillow. <laughs> And take both ends of the pillow <laughs> and wrap them around yep. your ears and say, and face. And well, you know, I, I understand. I was lying in bed tonight thinking about this very thing as I'm lying next to this little two year old animal. I call her my little animal, uh, just as a term of endearment. Someone looking from the outside in may not think that's a nice thing to say, but that's what I call her. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself. She's a beautiful my, animal at this point. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, someday this girl is going to be walking around, yelling at me, arguing with me, getting under my skin. It's incomprehensible. I can't believe that that's, that's right. eventually that's going right. to happen. This yeah, being exactly. my first and, kid, yeah. I have it not, start, it I have not ex- uh, experienced that transition yet. It will start happening in six months when she reaches her first Ericksonian crisis of having to define herself from you and her favorite word will be no. But then there will come a point when you will get yourself a lawn chair and you will put the lawn chair on your front porch (laughs) and you will get yourself a big straw hat 
and you will put it on your head. And you will put yourself in the lawn chair with the straw hat on your head and a shotgun across your lap. Yes. And every boy that turns up on that horizon, you will point that at him and you will say, <laughs> what is your business with either one of my daughters? <clears throat> Go away. By the way, Bill, can I interject here? Yes. While you're wearing a wife beater, you're going to be doing this. Yes, indeed. Yes. Indeed. Well, yeah, I already when, wear all of those things and present myself that way on the porch as it is. So I think and, things are already in place for me. Well, when that day comes, remember these my words. What? Are there more? <laughs> no, I just said it. <laughs> oh, I, I, was, I was expecting some wisdom there, Bill. What happened? We had more nuggets coming our way. Nuggets. Well, nuggets. So listen, so, so Michael, let me ask you, a: hmm. how did you get started in the Bill Gab? business and do you have any internets you can put before us okay here is the synopsis as brief as i can deliver briefly as i can deliver <laughs> it um years ago i purchased well i originally went to google and typed george nori sucks this was probably back in 2004 <laughs> literally when. did are you serious literally yeah yeah, yeah. he did yeah. yeah, I. Uh, this was back when I was still in my "Let's give George a chance" phase. I, uh, I just, a lot. By the way, Envy, a lot of us did that back then. Yeah. Well, it was only you're, fair you're not to alone, do so. I, yes. it, it would have been unfair to hear this guy one or two shows in and say, "Ah, fooey." You know. So I gave <laughs> I gave the guy a good couple of years. Honestly, I swear to God, I did. And then I finally. And that was the years that, that you did because we tried so hard. Worker in the light. That name I invented the name because I thought it would help form his way of thinking. Believe it or not, I actually thought that way. I'm not surprised that he didn't come up with that name. Now that nope. you say that, I had no idea he hadn't come up with it, and I knew that either one of you or both of you had done done some ghost writing for him in the past at some point. No, that was done, uh, completely done some ghost writing. We... Some ghost. Oh my! Oh my! Uh, oh my! That's George <laughs> oh my. Go back. Oh go my! Back to UFO magazine from they 1998, all. 1999, all the way to the sad and bitter ending, and every column. In that magazine, from George Norrie, was a column that I wrote. That's Every unbelievable. Every so why, word. How, his, how has this guy just sidled his way into all of the things he has sidled his way into? Yeah, how has that question. happened? Because Art said he gets it, but now Art even disavows well, that yes. sentence. Art said that he, he himself he, admits that, that his corporate masters – and I think the reason he did that was as a favor because I guess Craig Kitchen – with, yeah. with whom he was friends, was still at the helm there at Premier at that yeah. time. And he said, hey, buddy, can you do me a favor? Yep. And Arch said, yep. uh, I will uh, do you a favor. Mm -hmm. And that's how that yeah. happened. Well, we we did, we were in a deal with uh, with Premier. It was pre uh, Premier who was partners with us in this thing called Filament Books. And Nori was supposed to be the you know the um, guy who's going to talk about it on his show, and he he never see he never even up, up, can I say that he never upheld his end of the deal ever. Well, and he would nobody say ever he, well, he did. Yeah. He, he did. He did promote the books um, that we were. Not he promoted really, not really, the club. But anyway, anyway, he promoted anyway, the club. Hold on, let, let Bill get yeah. this little piece out of it. It'll save you from litigation. Go ahead, Bill. Oh, Nancy yeah, no, is so he excited. <laughs> he did promote the club. That he did do. Not as go. much Thank as you, I wanted, but he did promote the club. And we were in a deal with Premier for Filament Books. Was and, it Craig um, Kitchen that you were working with? 
I was working with not Craig Kitchen. I was working with um, never mind his name, but I was working with two other people on the network. Both were friends of George and both were friends of mine. Okay, then. And so, 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 Michael, you were, you were, you were yourself in radio when you were look, trying to give George a chance and looking up George Nori sucks. No, I, actually, what had happened was I was doing mornings and working as the news director simultaneously at a radio station, which you uh-huh. can quickly you can quickly say that verbally, but what that really means is I was doing way, way, way more work than any human be- being and working at a radio station should ever do. Well, well you were talent and news director. Yeah, I was I was doing the morning show. Hey, everybody, it's, fi- it's 55 outside. We're going to go outside and enjoy some uh, nice weather today. I think it's going to be partly cloudy as we get outside. It is, uh, we're going to have the uh, five after five. Just all of that typical. I, yeah, I, I was wondering if that guy's voice was real no, when he did that. I didn't speak that way, but you get the, I was doing the whole stupid morning radio thing. Yeah, and then right. after that, every day, I would do the news. Yeah. So anyway, you, yeah. So your, little, would, your daughter sees this now. He, she, she, she sees the side of you. Oh, I sh- I shield her her from this entirely. Uh, she doesn't even know that I ever leave the house. Uh, what I do is when I leave the home, I place her in a closet underneath the stairway. I say uh, good idea. I leave it's a good her. area. It's a great idea. Yeah. It works well, for Harry Potter. I just don't want her to know that I have any form of put life a, outside the home. Remember, put a bowl. Anywhere. Put a bowl with a little milk and cereal in there for her for the feedings. Only skim milk, sir. Only skim. That's, whatever's whatever's <laughs> best for your child. Oh, oh by the way, skim milk alert. <laughs> beep, 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 Uh-oh. Beep. Skim got, milk is laced with a number of preservatives that don't make skim milk what you think skim milk it's is. Are you trying to kill your child, sir, by giving her skim milk? You're well, did, better did off you? almond milk, sir. Almond milk and whole milk. I've tried yes. almond milk. I don't think almond milk has any business being called almond milk. You could call what it almond coconut? something what else. About coca- what about almond juice. Milk? So delicious. I've tried coconut, coconut milk. milk as well. I mean, I get it. It's white, wonderful. That doesn't make something milk. Then do uh, whole milk. It's milky. Whole milk. Here's okay. here's the thing. If you drink skim milk, studies have shown you will, at the end of the day, consume more calories than if you had consumed whole milk, because right, the fat right. content of whole milk makes you full faster and you consume less. And so the there's a fun content, fact for all of you. That's true. Right, and, and, and we and we live on for a growing child. The butterfat content of whole milk really creates more and more nerve endings, shields those nerve endings, so you basically get more neurologically um, developed faster with whole milk than you do with skim milk. Well, what we do with my daughter is we just give her water, and then later on we'll just give her melted butter to balance it out. Is that wrong? That's a great idea. And a toast point. Healthy way to raise a child, yes. Well, Michael, Michael, do you understand that if you Throw her a Snickers bar once in a while. if If you put heavy cream in a bowl and mix it with an electric mixer, do you know what it turns into if you keep mixing it? Well, I think it would turn into butter, wouldn't it? Yes, yes. That's how they churn butter, right? They just take whole milk That's and the cake. Right. They just go. Rrr, but a lot just... of people, a lot of people your age don't know that. Do you realize that? And so they. Well, I used they have to spend no a lot of time chatting with my grandma. I loved her. Lovely oh, nice. lady. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, and that's the purpose of. Uh, that's why I want to do a show. I want to get grandma wisdom out there because uh, my kids will not listen to me. And that's a shame. I was so close I, to my grandma. Yeah, exactly. And so I feel like uh, you know I've got grandkids now, and I feel like I've got to get this. I've got to get this. Well, stuff. why are they so separated from you? Why don't they? Well, just it isn't view that. You? It okay. isn't that. It's the way. Well, why don't they view you as some sort of a natural vessel from which to extract wisdom? 
because I'm their mom. And I've, I've been wrong about so many things. Mm-hmm. I told my son, if he listened to Ozzy Osbourne, if he, you know, he had an, up, he had a, an upside down cross thing, uh, poster he wanted to hang up. And I, I absolutely positively drew the line because I felt, I don't, I don't really think this way always, but I felt this was such an affront to Catholicism. I can't do this. It's evil and it's going to be creepy. And I, you know, and then I liked Ozzy on the TV when he was on. And I feel I was perhaps too strict, but my kids always. So in retrospect, you look back on that and you were like, eh, maybe that wasn't (laughs) such a big deal. Well, then everybody moved the goalposts. I mean, I'm telling you, for you guys raising kids right now, the goalposts are so far. I don't know what they can watch on TV that that wouldn't sear their little eyeballs. Well, let me say this. I think hmm. today... It is far easier to shield your children from the things that you don't want them to see than it once than it once was. And that you might do? be yeah, I do that may be ironic for me to say, but let me s- explain why. We don't have cable TV in my home. We just oh, have well, an internet course. connection and we use that to access Netflix, YouTube and any number of other streaming yeah, services. YouTube used to be scary, but less scary. And you can have such granular control over all of these platforms in terms of what it is your children are exposed to. Control that you could never have had through conventional cable TV service, even with the advent of things like the V-chip. That was supposed to mm-hmm. save the worth of V-chip. Well, how many, how many people listening to this show right now have ever, 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 ever. turned on a TV and went into the menu and adjusted your V-chip settings? Nobody! <laughs> And how many yeah. how many weeks were spent feature? legislating for that to be in, installed in TVs? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Spoken a like a was. man, spoken like a man whose child has not yet discovered the magic of digital media. Well, I bet she has. I bet well, she has. Well, that's all she consumes iPad. is digital media. Yeah. Right now, but wait. You're saying pretty ah. soon she'll be. Uh, Toting around a phonograph record. <laughs> okay, well let me let me throw let me throw some words out to you now that you're on the show, Michael. Yes. Um, I do want to talk about Arabelle, but well, I also hold on. We got we you. got off the track because we were talking about the initial founding of Belgab and how that all happened. Right. Yes. And, and we are and, and, Please continue. And the legal with that. stuff. The legal. Okay. The, the, we'll, we'll get, get to the legal later. Okay, so uh, okay. I was working at a radio station. I got I, this is one of those radio stations where the owner of the station is actually physically there working in the station with you every day, and nice. so everything you do is being micromanaged and henpecked. One day I played "Happiness Is a Warm Gun" by the Beatles, and this guy, his name was Jim Freeland. He came into the studio and he goes, uh, "Michael, I heard what you played this morning. That was a load of crap." Is this the disc from which it was played? Yes, sir. That's how he sounded back then. <laughs> okay. And he grabbed it and he threw it in the trash right there in front of my face, turned around and walked out of the studio. This wow. was the stuff I put. This was the last radio station I worked at. I got so sick of it. My dad's been a truck driver my whole life. I called my dad up. I said, listen, how hard is it to get into truck driving? I am so sick of where I'm working at right now. I went out of here yesterday. I don't even want to find another radio station to work at. I don't want to wait for that to happen. I just want out of here. So I went and drove a truck for two and a half years and well, was, over the road was, all over I, the country. You said that. When you started up your um, the Gabcast, the very first show, you mentioned that you had been in Utah and you then mm-hmm. went and drove, I think, for like two or so years. But what got you in radio in the first place? How did you get there first? Oh, I was a little nerd. I, I, <laughs> I started out I – was, I was Eric Cartman as a kid. So the, I got really hooked on Rush Limbaugh. I thought he was so cool when I was like 13 years old. I was the only kid 
sitting at home, hanging on the every word that Rush Limbaugh had to say in 1993, like at the peak of that whole AM radio explosion. I was right there in the midst of all of it. And uh, that's how I found Art Bell, ultimately. I mean, people can say whatever they want about Rush Limbaugh, but one thing is for sure. He saved AM radio. And right, I, wouldn't, right. I wouldn't know Art Bell exists and, and, had it not been for Rush glad, Limbaugh. And aren't you glad you made up with Keith? Because Keith kind of put Art he, – he put Rush on the map um, in a couple of different ways. He was really there for Art and there for Rush and there for other people that we talked about tonight, Linda Moulton Howe. Um, and or, and I'm so glad. See, I just feel like a mother because when I heard how talented you were and that you were fighting oh, with Nancy. Keith, it's true. Because when you were the you were the when your show was on Dark Matter and we had just we had come flying into Dark Matter from another network like like crazy people in the night, you know, like a battered battered wife syndrome, you know, you run from the house, and Keith took us in, and so your your show was the, one of the first I listened to, and then I found out you were thrown off. And, well, we weren't. We weren't thrown think, off. Right, well, but I thought when you well, said let that, him clear that Nancy before. Yeah. Well, what happened? It gets misinterpreted. What happened was that I made my terrorist comment. I said that if I, I said that if I were, uh, I was complaining about my Verizon phone, and I said something to the effect of, if I were a terrorist, I would find Verizon wherever they are and suicide bomb them. Entirely in jest. And I, I, I and by the way, a joke I would totally make myself. So I think you. a joke that most people would make themselves when they're just sitting yes. around BSing with their guy, dude the friends, you know. But anyway, happened, yeah, to our so, so Keith uh, sent me a, a note a week later, two hours before the next episode of the spec sheet, telling me that the show had, or that the entire streaming operation had to be removed from ArtBell.com because of that comment and he sent a letter out to all the other hosts saying that because of an issue on another show, which was obviously us he was referring to, they had to move everything. And he told me that perhaps this is a larger venue than you're used to being heard in and there are certain things you just can't say. And I called Curtis up and I said, well, you know, I got to tell you, I don't think this is going to work because it just felt like it just felt like we were being impacted a little bit too in too granular a fashion. And it sounds I guess, like you've got a history. You've got a history of that, and it does. But here's 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 the question you mentioned on the Bell Gab, just in passing. And I want to ask you about this. Um, you mentioned in passing that you've got Tourette's. Now you really don't, mm-hmm. do you? I do. Yes. Well, that's unbelievable. If that's the case, why? I have never heard of a radio guy. A lot of people have Tourette's and are very successful, Nancy. No, no, no. Not on the radio, not on terrestrial AM radio where there's all these rules. You'd be surprised. Well, you can't – I mean no one ever told me I can't twitch on the radio. (laughs) You know, so as far as as rules are concerned, that never really affected me. I I just – and my my Tourette's has never manifested itself in the form of verbal tics. That's a very Ah. unusual form of Tourette's. Uh, where people just, oh, yes, that's extremely unusual. Most people who have Tourette's, it manifests Correct. itself in the form of facial tics, or they will ah. constantly flex their bicep, maybe, or their, uh, oh, really? what's the, the, their thigh muscle, or your glute muscles, or your pet. Ah. I mean, there are just these little things that you do, and these tics that you have will come on hard and heavy for several months in many cases. Uh, maybe even for a couple of years, they'll come on hard and heavy. And then out of nowhere, they'll just subside. 
And hmm. you may not experience it for another six months or even a couple of years in many cases. And then it comes back and there's no rhyme or reason behind how it does. Mine mostly manifests itself in the form of facial tics. But as mm. I've gotten older, I've learned to kind of control that so that people don't become frightened of the possibility that I might shank them in the side of the neck as they're speaking <laughs> to me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, well, you, you don't you don't want to appear to be some sort of a social freak. And so I've learned to mitigate that as best as possible. Well, when you went off on a rant, you were trying to read something that should have been – it should have been simply written. It was directions for something. I can't remember what it was. It was – it might have even been the spec sheet. But you started to read a paragraph several times, and it was so poorly written that you just went off on a rant. And as a writer, I so appreciated that. <laughs> well, you know something? The reason that angers me so much is, again, going back to my grandmother. I used used to sit with her. And we'd watch TV or whatever. And just the number of grammatical errors you would hear in the span of a given newscast, let's say, or whatever broadcast it is you happen to be watching. And she would just get so irate and start complaining about how in the early days of broadcasting, you would never, ever, ever hear get somebody get on the radio and make that sort of a grammatical error. You'd never open a newspaper and see that yep. sort of an error. And, and it's just a constant dumbing down never... of things, the lowering yeah. of standards, and that's what makes me irate. And when I see things like that, my mind immediately goes, gets sucked back and, to and listening thus, to my grandma scream and yell about this. Right, and thus the bell gap, not the bell gap, thus uh, bell gap, the forum. It's 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 a it's a cry to heaven for the suckage that has been going on in this place where Art Bell used to make such great radio, and it's so frustrating that people actually do type in George Norrie sucks. Well, let I me guess, go back to that. Uh, yeah. So I left this radio station. I went and drove a truck for a while. And while I was driving this truck, as you do in a truck when you're driving from one side of the country to the other, you listen to radio. So I legitimately listened ah. to George every day for about two years and gave him a real chance. There's me no too. one out there who gave him a bigger chance than me. No, me I don't, too. I, I don't mean me that too. literally, but I'm just trying to illustrate that I gave the me guy. Yeah. I was fair. And uh, eventually, I forget what the breaking point was. I'm sure if I sat down and really thought about it, I could recall what he said or what it was that happened. But I just – one day I was driving. I remember where I was. I was on I-70 eastbound going from uh, Indiana into Ohio, and George said something, and I just threw my hands up in the air, and I said, that is it. And I turned this thing off. I, I turned off my uh, MP3 player, and I yeah. I think I went and listened to Phil Hendry or something. And what happened was shortly yes. after this, Belgab was born, but it originally started out as GeorgeNorrieSucks.com. And as ah. I was going to say, uh, I originally went on Google, searched for George Norrie Sucks, and I found that old George Norrie Sucks thread at Godlike Productions. That was the original legendary uh, dumping site for anything you wanted to say about right. how horrible George Norrie was. And the people who own Godlike Productions kept, for whatever arbitrary reason, deleting that George Norrie sucks th thread. Somebody would start it up again. They'd delete it again. This went on and on. And eventually, uh, I already owned this George Norrie sucks com domain name. And brilliant, someone brilliant. said, yeah. someone suggested to me, hey, why don't you go ahead and just start up a message board? And I thought, well, 
Okay, I uh, I would never have done Belgab would not exist but for the just left field suggestion that someone made to me that I start a message board. I did. It was georgenorysucks.com. Eventually, all these people from Godlike Productions came over and started using the forum, and they kind wow. of brought the Godlike Productions culture with them, which turned out to be something that I wasn't terribly crazy to deal about dealing with. Well, they brought and, a portion. They didn't bring the whole horrible thing of it. They brought well, maybe. Let's just, well, let's just say chaos broke out, but a good portion of that chaos was the result of me allowing other people to moderate the forum. Because the problem is when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And when you, you approach someone and say, hey, do you want to be a moderator? The first thing they do, the second they have that trigger and the, the ability to pull it, is they start uh, meandering about the forum looking for things to delete, edit, modify. And that caused a lot of problems and the entire forum exploded and the whole thing got shut down for three months. So from the summer of 2009... Until like October or November, there was no georgenorysucks.com. I eventually okay. opened it back up, changed the name to coastgab.com because I thought that might be more likely to invite, I don't know, a more reasonable crowd of people as opposed to something that's just so in your face, georgenorysucks.com, hey. Mm. Right, you know, right. As opposed to sort coastgab.com. But it had such a nice ring to it. Well, it, like it, it. it Coast Gab just had a more neutral tone to it, and yeah, I thought that yeah. that might uh, provide for a more reasonable level of discourse, and I think it did. And uh, then uh, summer 2013 came along. Uh, Art Bell is returning to broadcasting via Sirius XM, and I changed the name to bellgab.com at that time, and that's uh, how it's going to stay until the whole thing implodes. Yeah. No more name changes. Well, yeah. And are you now the sole moderator, basically? Yep. yep. Yeah, you can't that's... let – that's the reason the site is successful because yeah. if uh, if it's it's the approach to mod- – look, I'm, I understand that some people are unhappy with my approach to running things, but I really do try and stay out of the way. Mm-hmm. I really do try not to be yeah. heavy-handed, and I really do try yeah. to allow dissenting opinions. Most of the time when – if I ban somebody, more often than not, it's because they're trolling me. They're following me around from thread to thread um, and just uh, being contradictory toward me everywhere I go. No matter what I say or post, they follow me around. They send me messages through the reported post system. That's well, usually what ends ha- up getting rid did, of people. When did Art Bell start to post on the forum? Gosh, I don't know. I'm sure we could go back and look at his yeah, I, well, actually, actually, let me tell let me tell the listeners two things about Belgab. Number one, uh, and 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 since you're on the line here, when people sign up, how long do you take to let them come in, be become a member? Uh, I I think it's probably almost always less than 24 hours. And by the way, Art's first post February second, 2012. So that was a okay. good year and a half before Dark Matter. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's what people should know. Once you're a member, you go up to members. <clears throat> if you if somebody is is beating up on you or somebody is seeming to bother you or something, you can go and check that person. You can check several things. You can check how long they've been a member, if they've just joined, and so yep. forth. And you can check all their. And if you simply are curious about Art Bell the person, you can simply read his posts, which are interesting, and you get a special appreciation as uh, you, 
you guys were talking about a post. You had said something. You, you had expressed not. You, you won't say it here. What you would do if somebody asked you one more time about I forget what. Uh, I used our, to have this application called Streamer, and it was a little yeah. executable. You could install it on your computer, and uh, that was. I, I was running a pirate. Art Bell stream. This was years ago. The statute of limitations has long since passed. I can say this. Yeah. And uh, I was constantly getting people asking me whether this application contains spyware or viruses. So I posted a message. I'm not going to say it, but I posted right, a message right, right. saying yeah. that I would do something incredibly disgusting to my monitor in order to, uh, through that action, also uh, victimize your email. Uh, if I were asked that question one more time, and shortly thereafter I received an email from Art Bell, at least purporting to be Art Bell, yeah. asking if there were any viruses or spyware in the <laughs> executable. I don't know if it was really Art, but that was the first yeah. indicator I got of his uh, humor. That he's got humor, yeah. And you know, well, I mean, uh, I knew he had humor, but I'd never d dealt with him in any direct way. And again, well, I didn't you, know that that was him. I mean, you've heard the the Phil Hendry skits over the years, and oh, yeah. you've heard Art address Phil Hendry and talk oh, he about loves that. It. He loves that stuff. Yeah, I mean, he Art has a great sense of humor. Well, Michael, what do you think of Art's idea? I mean, since you've now been a uh, a confirmed AM radio person yourself, you, you come from that world, what do you think of what he's doing? And what do you think about the stations that are signing on to uh, this I whole thing? I think it's just, it's everything I had prayed for, everything I'd hoped for, everything I secretly deep down in my soul knew was probably going to happen. Because look across the landscape. There is mm -hmm. a, the, uh, overnight, AM radio is just a frozen tundra. It's a horrible experience. It has no legitimacy either Preach. from a, it has no legitimacy either from a sheer broadcasting perspective in terms of the chops of the guy at the helm. Yep. Nor does it have legitimacy in terms of the content it's delivering. There's just no aspect of it that I can latch onto and say, "All right, this is the real deal." I feel like it's amateur hour. It's not a legitimate operation. And right, so right, there's a thirst right. for what Art Bell has to offer out there. So that's why right. from the very beginning of this run up to Midnight in the Desert and learning that Art was going to do his own thing rather than go with a big player, which I still don't know. You guys may know who the big player was. I still don't. I'm I'm mm. so far. People think I'm in the loop. I am so far out of any loop that okay. may. That happens to me exist. too. Everybody's like, Angel, what's going on with Art? You yeah. know. And I'm like, yeah. I have no idea. Okay, but wait. Happens but to me wait. too. Wait, you know, okay, you're the first person to have hired Redacted. Talk to us about Redacted. Who is Redacted? And does she have a radio background? Oh, she's just some hussy from California. What do you want to know? Ah, oh, my favorite. California. <laughs> she's California. Redacted is lovely. She... I, I, I love her voice. I like her delivery. I love her approach to speaking. I love the easygoing way with which she communicates with people. She has, she comes from a life experience that I, find to be interesting and uh what do you mean by that well that i mean uh, mm. i don't know if i can say i mean that's for her uh, to say she does she, she has, have red hair well uh I, i've never seen what she looks like i assume okay. she's pretty good looking based on some of the occupations that she's had in the past mm -hmm. which she has publicly discussed but i don't want to necessarily discuss it unless she herself specifically she wants might to, call but. in i've begged her to call in but we'll see we'll see but yeah. i think she's probably a pretty good looking woman i've never seen her though 
I keep it. I keep. Well, she I, sounds good. Every That's, night, every night at eleven forty nine p.m., I send her messages saying, "Please send the photos." Click, and I, no response. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. What photos are you talking about? I'm joking. I don't do that, Nancy. Oh, any any photos, oh. Nancy? Oh, <laughs> Nancy, <laughs> the Bruce Jenner photo, Nancy, the Bruce Jenner oh, photo. Yeah. <laughs> she has a uh, wonderful Bruce Jenner collection. I've yes. only well, heard rumor, <laughs> but I really want to get so, some uh, shots. So, Envy, what, what do you think of this uh, Fruity Pebbles idea for Bruce Jenner? Huh? It's that's fruit? insensitive, and that's 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 crass and insensitive and childish. I like and it. Mature. And I don't even know what he's referring to. I feel like <laughs> such a dummy. I'm he's so disconnected him. from pop culture. Fruity Pebbles. Remember, he was in the cover of Wheaties back in seventy. Oh, I get it. Okay. There that's you go. An, that's a homophobic slur, sir. It is. Yes. It's a homophobic slur. It's politically incorrect, and, and, and Huffington Post will come down on us with, with fury. Well, they will come down on me. But you see the photo. You've you've all seen the photo. Listen, which is... I don't care what politics tells us we're supposed to believe. I don't care how society changes. Here's the facts as I see them. I don't see there being anything unusual about being gay. I think that's a natural state of existence. There have been Agreed. gay people since the beginning of human consciousness. Kind. And there yeah. always will be. What I do and find to be what I do find to what I do find to be abnormal is when people have their sex changed. I think people who do that probably are fundamentally flawed in some way psychologically. That's just my opinion. I, I can't imagine a circumstance in which I would go and have my, my genitals surgically altered. Well, that means you're not a trans person, supposedly, if you can't imagine it. On the other hand, you're not, if, yeah. you, if you can't imagine looking down, like, for example, uh, there's a great movie called La Vie en Rose, My Life in Pink. It's such a beautiful, fabulous, good movie. Um, but, and my, well, anyway. I'll, well, I'll, I mean, there's, no way, there's no way to quantify whether I'm right or wrong. It's just no, 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 an opinion. No, no, no. It's an opinion. The point, yeah. the, movie, the point of the movie is this: first of all, it's French, and this little kid um, likes to dress up like a woman. He's a little child, and they berate this kid. They berate this kid, and finally, this one cultural hero—I forget her name, Pam, maybe RuPaul. Maybe. Oh no, no, this one cultural hero convinces the kid that it is okay to be different and that's and then all the parents gather around and they go and it's a very sweet movie well the part i'm having a problem with with bruce jenner however is he, he's turning into a girl that's great but he's turning into a mean girl he's turning into a kardashian type of girl and, right. and that's what's bothering me it's the whole kardashian uh you know the coyness of of using caitlin is without a k um I don't know. There's something, and and his his interview with uh, what's it, whoever Diane he, Sawyer. He he just struck me. I mean, I I know many. There's a lot of pretense to his approach to this whole thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wait, but let me just say one thing, Angel. He said with great disdain, "I'm not a lesbian," and I thought that right. was so mean to lesbians everywhere. What is what's he, wrong but, with being but, a lesbian? But what, no, but what is he? Well, he didn't really say it like that. He did. He said it. No, 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 like, no. I, he didn't. I'm a real no, girl, didn't, not a lesbian. No, no. He didn't, never said that, Nancy. Go watch it again. He, he did. Never said he that. said it on the. He, he never. No. No, he did. No, Diane Sawyer. No, Diane Sawyer. There's one way to resolve it. I saw it too, Nancy. Look, he. Look, 
Diane Sawyer asked okay, him, wait, what wait, is wait, he? I have to is, he is he because, is he gay? Okay. Is he straight? Is he a lesbian? And he said, no, I'm just me. And no, he no, always no, felt no, like no. a he woman, but he woman. never said, anyway, I'm not a lesbian. Yes, he, he did. I, I'm sensitive to this. Listen, he said, I'm not weird... gay. I, I don't like guys. I've never been with a guy. No, he's, I've he always been with a woman. Lesbian as if it were a cootie. But he never said, I'm not a lesbian. They got cooties. He never said it like that. He did. I'll, I'll, I'll Watch it again. You just have to replay the tape. There's only one way to resolve Guys, guys, I have to interrupt. Um, and then you'll say I'm right. Go ahead. MV doesn't probably realize this, but there's a chat. You know, you know, your chat is going crazy right now. Is you it? You lovely. Yes, UFO ship. Oh my! I, I hadn't yeah. even given any consideration to the possibility people were in there. And so, because uh, because uh, Bateman told me uh, in email, he had to go to email to kind of get my attention. So anyway, so that's the beeping you hear. And so they're asking me to interrupt and ask about the George Norrie legal threat. They are going crazy. So. I think we should talk about that as Let's best go. we can. Keith Much is, better than Bruce Jenner. Okay, wait, go ahead. guys, guys. Keith is in the chat, and so is Art, I believe. Oh, okay, nice. so let's just go. Okay, do it. Do it. So do what it. can we say? On, do it. And Keith will let me know if we're saying something icky. Do it. Well, I mean, the messages that were sent to me are the messages that were sent to me. So okay. as long as what we're not making messages? anything up. Okay, then. well, what were the messages? Okay, well, first of all, the subject line was... Please pull from your site, and site is spelled S-I-G-H-T, by the way. <laughs> uh, you guys a as lawyer, writers will appreciate it. If my, okay, okay. Uh, if my grandmother are alive, it would be gasket blown right now. No, no, so no, perfect. No, so perfect. A, a lawyer did not write that. George Norrie Clearly, no, he did. It, George Norrie wrote this. It was sent to me from his account, okay. from his Belgab account. So he says he wants... He wants me to re remove a post in the Art Bell thread. It is post number 40,059. That's 40059. And cool. I, I think that is a post by KS3484. Someone can uh, okay. let me know if I'm right or wrong about that. I'm sure you guys are already going to take a look at that post. Um, and it's I'm not simply that competent, but I'm, I'm going to just wait for it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a post that just simply contains links to what I guess is audio content of Coast to Coast AM, 1990s Art Bell content hosted at archive.org. Now, these are just simply links. They are not being, these files are not being hosted on bellgab.com. So right. they're being hosted right. on archive.org. Last time I checked, archive.org is just simply an automated archive of the internet. It is not known to be a piracy operation. I'm sure they have a mechanism in place where people can have content removed if they deem it a violation of their intellectual property holdings. Um, yet, the owners of this content, uh, Premier Radio Network or iHeart, whatever the name is this week, mm. they've not apparently not chosen to employ that mechanism to have this information removed from archive.org. So what they would rather do is send wow. out messages to websites like mine and ask that these links be removed. Now, you can't just leave content that you own up somewhere on the Internet and then arbitrarily, willy-nilly go around from one website to the other saying, hey, remove those links to that stuff. First of all, but, first of all the governing huh. law, the governing law is the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. That's the governing law. And the governing law says basically that what you have to do if you feel that your intellectual property is being infringed upon 
by someone else who has no right to use that intellectual property. You simply, this is for internet stuff. You simply send a letter and basically informing the person and informing the owner of that particular website that your intellectual property is being infringed upon and it is then incumbent upon that person who was protected under the act to inform the, the poster to remove that or the poster itself is 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 taken down from the site. So you, well, what you just what wait wait what you just said implies that just simply by virtue of sending out a DMCA notice that you have standing to do so and I don't think you always no, do. I've gotten the, DMCA no, no, notices that, that were entirely illegitimate. That's right. So the person sending out the DMCA notice must have standing to send that notice. No standing the notice is illegitimate, and so if that came from wait, the wait, someone, someone in the wait, wait, someone in chat said, and when you need him. well, yeah, but someone in chat, someone named Chameleon Eight Hundred Eight, is saying that you're citing something that's been long since revised. So keep that in mind. You may have to go back and look that up. And who is? Do you know who Bill Chameleon? No, so, do you know who Chameleon Eight Hundred Eight? Yeah. So he's saying that what Bill is saying. That's what you're citing, the the millennial thing, DCMA, yeah, yeah. whatever, uh, uh, has uh, long since been revised. Yeah. So just in you know, what way has it been revised? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, no, the basis of the DMCA is still, nevertheless, that you a have to have standing to make the claim that you're being infringed upon. You must be the owner of the property that's being infringed upon. Right. Right. Or if you are libeled or slandered. That's you, that's another problem. You want to know the last time I got a DMCA notice from George Norrie's whole operation? It was a DMCA notice from Gaim TV, which is the entity oh that hosts God. George's horrible little internet TV show. But he's and part owner of that, guys. Yeah, here's he is. What, he's part here's owner. what happened. Those those uh, beyond belief. Those episodes are in some cases posted on YouTube by Guy M T V themselves. It's Jay and, Widener owns it, yeah. And in posting those videos on YouTube, they have also allowed embedding. So what happened was somebody on Belgab went to YouTube, got the URL for one of those videos, embedded right. the video on Belgab.com. As a result of that, Guy MTV sent a DMCA notice both to my domain name registrar and to my hosting company. It cost mm -hmm. me money and it cost me a headache. Now, really? w in doing so, what money, what they did? Money, wait, money. Well, it why? cost me fifty bucks because at the time my domain names were hosted through GoDaddy, and if you send a DMCA notice to GoDaddy, whether it's legitimate, whether it's illegitimate, doesn't matter. GoDaddy just. Boom! Automatically charges the owner of that domain name $50 just for the pleasure of them simply receiving that DMCA notice. Mm. Nice. Um, so they it's sent like that. It's, it's like PayPal. Here's the thing. If I embed, a, if I post a video oh. on YouTube, the terms of service on YouTube say that I am giving the users of YouTube permission to use that video within the confines of the service. I think what I just said Correct. is almost verbatim from the terms of service at YouTube. I had to go look it up to make sure I'm not an idiot. And so what they've done is they want to put their videos on YouTube. They want to allow embedding, but then they want to go out all over the Internet and wag their finger in people's faces if the videos are embedded on a website that mm -hmm. they don't like. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's exactly right. Right, right. right. 
Yeah. So they don't okay. play fair. They don't know. They don't know what they're doing. It's a Mickey Mouse operation. It's entirely unimpressive. I spent five minutes reading the YouTube terms of service, and I completely, entirely understood that they were not allowed to send me a DMCA notice in that instance. Why could they not figure that out? Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, the thing about a DMCA notice is it's 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 not meant. It's meant to instill fear. And it's meant to instill fear and to get your um, the person who hosts your material to be frightened as well. I mean, it is a yeah. tactic. It doesn't have to be legitimate. It's simply a tactic. She- By the way, Chefist in the chat room is saying, MV is being a polite guest. Props to his restraint. What did you people think I was going to come in here and do? <laughs> I was going to well, do armpit. They were expecting the, mic, the worst. I decided to stand back and restrain myself, guys. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah, and and yeah. Okay, so and someone uh Mud King wants to know if you're a hoarder. I don't know why that question that question beeped what? out. So I I I wants to know that if I'm there. a hoarder? I guess. Yes. He knows Have you hoarded his stuff? <laughs> well, now the here's mud, the, here's the Mud King is a sociopath. I want nothing to do with him next right, question. Right, right. Okay, so the next question is the conference. There was a conference in the desert thing. And I think we covered what we think happened, but Lou Sheehan seems to have some more information. And so if he will call back, uh, he can tell us that stuff. But um, you guys are all alluding that there's a war forming up. Um, Shots you, fired. You know Shots what? I never, finished, I never finished reading the messages from George. Me either. Uh, uh, there's more. I should uh, go, go ahead. ahead Continue. Okay, so Continue. he sends me this demand that I remove that post. And I responded, as far as I can see, those are simply links to content contained at archive.org. My site is not hosting any files pertaining to your radio show as far as I'm aware. You will need to contact archive.org and have them remove the content. He says in response, I'll pass that along, MV, just trying to avoid an issue, intellectual property and all. Hope you are well. On another issue, some of the contents I've been sent are getting very close to libel. I know how Bell hires lawyers every time he feels offended by somebody, which, by the way, is just not true. Mm. I mean, Art has been known to take people to court, but in the instances I'm aware that he's done so, it was warranted. Mm -hmm. He says, I've been holding back as it's costly uh, for everyone involved. Just be aware of many of the posts. And I said, if there's a specific... I said, if there's a specific complaint, let me know what it is, and I'll deal with it if necessary. He says, thanks, MV. I have a paralegal combing through them, and I'll forward any that we deem libelous, that we deem libelous. Like, you're the judge, jury, and executioner, George. I mean, no legalese against you. You've always been fair and above board. Have I really? I didn't know I had been fair and above board. Someone yeah, tell me about that. right now. <laughs> where, where did that come from? I almost That's feel a, a dirty, dirty lie. Yeah, well, that yeah. is a dirty lie. That's, that's dirty slander pool. against you right there. <laughs> I have an image. I have a perception I want of me out there to say that I've been fair and above board. You may as well just accuse me of having committed any number of heinous crimes. Well, as we as we progress into the future, and there's kind of like two camps forming, if you will, like in uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, can you guys tell me, uh, Bill's a lawyer, and, and then we've got two radio guys. Bill, I How didn't know much- you're a lawyer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, I may be requiring your services soon. Are you still? Uh, I mean, you he still? I am, not, I am not. I am Were you not disbarred? Well, no, he never practicing. took the bar. I was oh. never he, barred. I was <laughs> so you could go past the bar if you so chose. You're you're yes, close I, to being a lawyer. 
I could I could pass the bar if I wanted to take the bar. Sure. In Pennsylvania. Well, if I get sued by Premier Radio Networks, will you go ahead and pass well, for the bar God's for sakes, me? First of all, uh, first of all, if you uh, 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 what state do you live in? Mo, Missouri. Okay. Well, you'd have to find it depending where, depending where um, <clears throat> Premier Radio decided to um, file a suit. You would need to have an attorney in that particular state. To I have, you know, I have a few clients who are attorneys and. This last go around when Guy MTV started sending me their nonsense, I, I spoke to a couple of my uh, attorney clients, and uh, they told me that I should have no trouble getting this monkey off my back. I guess I'm going to have to have these conversations again. I just don't yeah. think that it's coincidental that I am receiving these messages uh, a couple of months you know, in advance of the run-up to uh, Art what, Bell's Midnight in the Desert, a, I don't think that's coincidence. Uh, what a good, uh, what a good, uh, what a good lawyer would do on the other side would be to um, say that this belongs. He would file a suit in federal court, claiming that the damages that they're seeking from you are over seventy-five thousand dollars, or I, I think that's still the limit right now, and that um, you and the person filing the claim are citizens of different states. Therefore, federal court has jurisdiction. And since this would be an internet issue under the DMCA, that um, the federal court has jurisdiction. And so it would probably wind up in federal court. And so you would need somebody who is a member of the federal bar to represent you in federal court. That's really the issue right there. While we're on the subject of all this, can I ask this question? Since I want to have a show in which I want to talk about the Art Bell show that just happened, how much can I audio quote from a show? Let's say that Art isn't going to be on that night or some such thing. Or let's say we want to do a show right now and I want to talk about a different show. Can I quote, can I audio quote the show, what the person says exactly? Can I do 25 words, two minutes? A minute in order to make editorial comment. What's the law about that? The Electronic Frontier Foundation, which basically is this scholar in this area, says that um, there are two things. It is an issue of fair use. But for people out there who claim fair use before doing something, what people don't realize is that fair use is an affirmative defense. It's not a claim you put out and say, this is fair use, therefore I'm using this. It is a defense to a claim against you that you've infringed somebody else's copyright. So that's first of all. And fair use really only applies if A, you're not making a profit from the use of somebody else's intellectual property, and B, you're doing it for a legitimate journalistic or scholarly purpose. So, what if you're making a, a what if you're making a profit and you're doing it as a reporter and you're reporting on the the show, and you're making a profit because you have a profitable show yourself? No, no, no. Like for um for for journalistic purposes, you can quote somebody else. That was a case, I think. Uh, Yuri Geller had filed a case and the Electric Frontier Foundation stepped in on the part of the person the claim was filed against. Uh, if it's for legitimate, critical or journalistic purposes, but if you are, com- okay, when I say profit, what I mean is commercializing something somebody else has said. So if somebody went to, let's say, a book 
and took something out and commercialized that thing from somebody else's um, uh, intellectual property, that person could not claim um, uh, 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 they could not claim f uh, fair use. What you're saying Unless is, if somebody if somebody makes the quoted material, the content, as opposed to their commentary on the quoted material, yeah, that's, that's when you've right. crossed the line. That's yeah. right, and you could also do it for the purposes of satire. Because satire is something that's transformative. It transforms the original. But is there a is there a length requirement? But is there a length requirement? You know, there I, is I a length requirement. It has to be a short, short quote. It can't be lengthy, absent permission of the person who owns that intellectual property. Okay. Yep. With there that, Nancy, it's really hard being an art. Oh bill yeah, thing, yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we have to yeah. take a quick break. We have to learn how to do breaks if we're ever going to be a real show. For real? Uh, Jesus. So, yeah. <laughs> Transition okay, okay. So, the top of the hour. I'm John Harchie, CBS oh, News. Uh, there yeah. we go. We are going to take a back after these messages with, um, <laughs> our, oh, with our guest and our multiple hosts. So stick with us for these very pleasant messages from the folks who bring you the Dark Matter Radio Network. phenomenon either we like it or not is already very much part of our reality i've been on panels with uh, military people who you know claim that they've seen the aliens buzzing our missile silos they have very large eyes and you know i found their stare extremely difficult to bear this is martin willis the host of podcast ufo and we are here on the dark matter radio network every wednesday from 8 p.m to 10 p.m eastern standard time it is my commitment to bring you an entertaining weekly show that takes a hard look at the UFO phenomena. Are they extraterrestrial? Well, are they interdimensional? Are they time travelers or something we have not even thought of yet? We explore these questions with interesting guests and witnesses from all around the globe. In addition, we bring you weekly UFO news with Open Minds TV, Alejandro Rojas. Thank you for listening, and remember, keep your eyes to the sky. Cover everything from the known to the unknown, the normal to the paranormal, archaeologists to psychologists, and even UFOs. We tell what's coming, what's going. The government lies to the government thrives. We're late night in the Midlands, and we cover everything every Sunday night at 12 a.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on the Dark Matter Radio Network. Hello, my name is Howard Hughes, and I'm in London, and I've been proud to bear this name all my life. Over here in the UK, I'm known as a broadcast journalist. I've been involved in some of the big stories of our time. The fall of the Berlin Wall. The death of Princess Diana. I told London about that. And on the first and second anniversaries of 9-11, I was there at Ground Zero, speaking to the people who were directly involved in those experiences I will never forget. So news is my thing. But my great love is my show, the one that I produce. 
The Unexplained. Over the years on this show, I've spoken to people like the late Al Bielik from the Philadelphia Experiment, Edgar Mitchell, the amazing Apollo astronaut, Dr. Stephen Greer, David Icke, and Uri Geller. People like Richard C. Hoagland have become personal friends over the years. I met him in London. So you can see that these sort of topics are what I like to discuss. Please join me on my show from London, The Unexplained, Monday nights on the Dark Matter Network. Are you tired of being lied to by the government when it comes to aircrafts that are flying over the skies? Let's explore the mysteries together. Tune in every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 a.m. Eastern. When Project Moondust was first exposed, the Air Force explanation to a United States senator was that uh, we never had a project named Moondust. Behind the tree was this gigantic, huge glass dome. Skywatch. Radio. Hi, everybody. We are back on Future Theater Live with your co host, Bill. That's me and Nancy Burns with our guest with our guest MV from the Bell Gab Forum. And we are talking about a whole bunch of things on the Dark Matter Radio Network and PSN Radio. And so we were talking about the amazing transformation of Bruce Jenner at the break. And <laughs> we've all been putting in our two cents uh, about that. I, I, I must say for the record, I am amazed at how six, knowing Bob Kardashian, uh, the late Bob Kardashian, I am amazed at how the whole Kardashian brood has transformed themselves from something scandalous because it was Bob Kardashian who said that he he had this dream of handling clothing after um, OJ's events with his um, deceased wife and. Uh, they have become really a phenomenon well, on television. Uh, there was a there was a phenomenon where you could uh, same word, you could see an old movie that Kris Jenner made when during that era before uh, uh, before OJ killed his wife. Uh, Chris was was really good friends with um, the woman who was murdered. What was her name? Nicole uh, Brownson. Uh, uh, Nicole, Nicole Simpson. Brown- Nicole Simpson. Yeah. Nicole Brownson. Yeah. Um, so in any event, um, I'm trying to get redacted to call in. That that was what I was doing in my spare time here. Well, Chris Jenner and Robert Kardashian were good friends of the Simpsons. Uh, That's right. Then. They were. Really yeah. But, friends, but yeah. you have to understand uh, the level of desire for, for um, stardom if you live in L.A. If you live oh, deep in L.A. Oh, it, it's the me. desire to living – yes, it's a huge thing. And the fact that the Kardashians are now the biggest thing on the planet – and I wouldn't go that far, but I wouldn't go pretty, that you far. You have no. no idea what the bowels of fame seeking are in LA. No idea. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is like going it's through crazy. a Hieronymus yep. Bosch painting. That's yeah. how bad. Well, it is. now, now the chat does want us to go back to the desert stuff. Uh, yes, because it's there, much better than this Bruce we, Jenner stuff. I agree. Did we talk on air about the snub about what happened? Did we already? I know we talked about it in the break like crazy. Um, did we talk about it? How much did we talk on air? Does anybody remember? What snub? 
about the snub in the desert, about Art was going to be on a Skype talk. The snub in the desert. There was a conference called Contact ah, in the Desert, yes. and Art yes. Bell was initially asked to have some level of involvement, I think, and then suddenly he was disinvited. Is that the gist of it? Well, yeah. no, it, it kind of. What happened was him and Dr. Mitchell were going to uh, be on Skype, and they were going to do an interview, and there were technical problems the first night, so they were canceled. The following, I guess the following night, they were able to have Dr. Mitchell on, and when Art and Dr. J contacted them to see when they were going to go on, uh, they were told they were not. And then Dr. J called again asking, you know, what's going on? Can we have him on a little bit later on? And once again, they were told no. At least this is what I've read. And that's where the whole thing kind of blew over because who tells Art Bell no? Well, who, especially, who is Who's who, that who puts stupid? together a, con, a conference called Contact in the Desert and doesn't want Art Bell you know? to be there? So Who's obviously that there's some con- there is some sort of con- I'm getting messages. Art Bell's being disinvited to things. Not that I'm on par with Art Bell. That's not what I intend to convey to pe- convey to people. I'm just saying that there seems to be something going on there. There's some sort of a concerted effort taking place behind the scenes right now. I will I will ask right. Paul Andrews, who runs that conference, what the story is. I am surprised. Well, one of the things that's been consistent is that. Um, I always like to follow the truth, and once I find out that somebody's been lying about how something happened, um, just recently... Well, we uh, don't know who said no, Nancy. We don't know exactly what was said and done and right, by but, whom. But, but here's, but here's the a classic point. thing. But here's a classic part that was played out on Belgab, for example. We all love Bateman, okay? Bateman is one of the greats on Belgab, okay? And uh, he basically... Wait a minute. He basically... Wait, I'm getting a message. I'm getting a message. I, I should become a channeler. Yeah, um, you should be. This is great. And who's it from? Uh, <laughs> uh, Nancy, read that to yourself, and let's just keep moving on. Yes, yeah, from Angel. And I, now I get it. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so anyway. So, um, yeah. But okay. So the thing with Bateman that was interesting to me was he mentioned in passing um, about. Um, uh, being asked to do a Bateman segment on the Nori show a, a long, long time ago. And now uh, it's come across the, the Belgab desk that all, uh, you know, it, it, all that's be, being denied. And those of us who were there on Belgab and saw it in real time, you know, tend to trust real time Bateman over, you know, the, the story keeps getting rewritten and, so there. So I'm getting all these. I'm getting some people are saying my stop question about that. Yeah. Some people are saying stop talking about this. Well, um, my question. My question is, why would you I would have Dr. The Mitchell on? They're animals. Hold on, hold on. Why would you have Dr. <laughs> why would you have right. Dr. Mitchell on and not have Art Bell on? That's my question. Yeah. That's the root. Of, that's the question right there. There's why would you have anybody some politicking on? Politicking taking place. Correct. Something. It's 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 most fishy. It really does. There's politics in play here. Who it is, we don't know. But we That's have an right. idea. That's right. And and I, will, Lou, I, you know, I think that people are uh, hitching themselves to whatever star they want to hitch themselves to, and some people are making a big mistake. I think this. By the way, hold on. Thing. Hold on. Not to cut you guys off. We have a call that just uh, joined the, uh, the the show here. Four four two. You're live on uh, Future Theater. Okay. Hello, caller. Caller going once. Well, see. That I like the okay. points that guy made. I agree wholeheartedly. Next, a hundred percent. That's the best call of the year, right well, there. Well, bringing uh, speaking of that, um, the, there's been the hacking of Belgab, which is very clearly uh, a worry to everybody. And and I was talking about the big edifice of 
uh, you know, corporate America that would like to see Bell Gab go away. Uh, are you very worried about that? Or are you just going to yourself just say, screw it? You know, you know, I'll am keep I, doing am it I worried about sued. what specifically am I, are you asking if I'm worried well, about being sued out of existence? No, like hacking. I don't being think being hacked out of existence. Being well, hacked out of existence. Yeah. Here, I mean, we're talking about software. Soft software is fundamentally hackable. So, you know, if if whatever it Correct. is you are doing is happening by virtue of the use of software, it is hackable. Yeah. And will always be the case. Nothing is secure. There's no such thing as computer security. There is right. uh, attempting to make things secure. But even in the course of making things secure, sometimes you break other things that open up new holes. I mean, it's just this these tangential connections that are intertwined. And software is impossible to secure. Belgab will never be secure. Google okay. is not secure. I mean, their systems are hacked. I, I mean... Um, and it gives me great confidence that you say that. And next week we have a, a really good friend on the show. His name is Olav Phillips. And I like to mention his name whenever these kind of topics come up so that you, Michael, if you don't know Olav, you, uh, he's kind of doing the same thing we're all doing. He's kind of building on technology. But his hand in his day job is really deep into the really interesting world of telecommunications and way worse. So he's a good guy to ask questions of if you feel like you want to protect yourself, maybe, if it's possible, is all. Olaf. Well, I, I will say that um, in, all the, in all the years Belgab has been in operation, to my knowledge, nothing of the nature of what happened over the last month or so has ever happened before. And really? I find it odd. Never. And I find it odd in the lead up to midnight in, in the desert and all of the energy and electricity mm. that's building up around all of this, that all of these things seem to be happening in concert with one another. Um, I just well, don't if someone, think it's if someone, um, if someone joins Bill Gab and then they want to get a hold of you personally, um, how should they get a hold of you? Um, you know, Nancy, that's privileged information. You may as well just ask me for my social security number here. Oh, can we get that also, by the way? Four, five. Michael. Yeah, there yes. you go. Okay. Social, keep going. Okay, what about... 788888. Date of birth? Okay. Uh, you can send me a PM. That's fine if you have <laughs> that's to. What I was, that's we need what a blood sample also, Listen, by the way. Listen, just don't send me PMs telling me that you no longer want to use the site. Fine. Okay, If you enough. don't want to use the site, stop using the site. Don't send me PMs to tell me you're sorry that you got in a tiff with somebody. I don't care. You're not my children. That's okay. <laughs> people fight. I have a wife and child and a business you. to people, run. I could yeah, not care people, less. People want you to think that they're the good guy in the fight. Why and do they care what I think? If they only knew the degenerate <laughs> scum that they're communicating with on the other end of the computer screen, they would in no way be interested in apologizing to me or in any way seeking my approval. I can assure you. You know, uh, you know well, by the way, from – I will say this. If what is happening in this um, Cold War uh, in any way involves individuals who have um, a business relationship with either iHeartRadio or Premier Radio or that whole enterprise, it is very dangerous for them because um, – it is just right. because because of of the amount. Turn of, down your radio. 
No, I'm just serious. It no, 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 no. She's talking yeah, to a the, caller. Yeah, caller. Uh, we have another caller, Bill. Well, Sorry, I just want to say, I, I just want to say, I in no way. If you're talking about the Belgab hacking, I in no way am convinced that any of that was done by anybody associated with Premier. I, I just can't believe that a major corporation would have people working within it that would do something of that nature. That was just, just a troll. I hope That's all it was. I hope not. I can't imagine yeah. that that was I the case. Now, I think you're on Future Theater. 907, you've been patiently waiting. You're on Future Theater. Because I'm a patient guy. Hi, Nancy. This is Randy Cole calling. Oh, wow. Hi, Hi. Randy. Hi. Hi, Randy. Hey, just from a fan's point of view, uh, this is getting very uncomfortable for everybody, I think, this uh, thing between Nuri and... Uh, what what's coming with art um but i can tell you as an old-time fan i, I i'm going to sway towards art bell every time because uh, yeah that's know. an easy default position so <laughs> yeah well <laughs> it is but that, it's also become that's a big no-brainer by the way <laughs> yeah well you'd think but you well, i don't know you know it's uh but i've already had some little tips with some of the other folks from uh the other camp and uh, from you from premiere you've had problems with those people well, I shouldn't say problems. It was basically a little Give us an example. On, okay. Um, some bad-mouthing was going on about Mr. Bell um, at the conference. Now, I was following Which this conference? on Twitter. Uh, the Contact in the Desert. Mm. And, I, you know, these are people that I fairly know, you know, uh, from uh, JC's days. And uh, I intervened and kind of stuck my foot in it, I guess. But... Uh, <laughs> told them to knock it off that they should respect art because he is the pioneer for god's sakes if it wasn't for him there wouldn't be anybody else right yes correct and uh, that's the way i always feel about it as a police officer i mean i represent a lot of people when i say this uh law enforcement guys that you know stayed awake through the night listening to art bell and, exactly uh, there exactly was, there was nothing better there was nothing better so anyway that's just my two cents guys Love and in July, that, and July well, comes back. You, well, thank you, Randy, for standing up. I mean, yes. oh, yeah, no that was very brave of you. Because Yeah. <laughs> not, not really. I mean, I... <laughs> Chameleon808 in the chat room says George wasn't born with Bell's voice box and it kills him. That was the very yeah. first thing I noticed about George when he started stepping in for Bell was that this guy does not have the larynx for this job, for the content, no. for the genre, yeah, but, that but smoky, you, mysterious said, sound yeah. to his He doesn't have it. Yeah, but the, but you said earlier or the you laugh. said earlier that it's not just the voice; it's the interest in the subject. I right. think there is. I think he thought the subject was stupid and just thought it was a gig, and it just eventually, you either love this topic or you're a fake about it. I always felt like George was feigning interest for the purpose yeah. of appealing to what he believed the audience needed yep. to hear from him. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, early on exactly. he meant well, though, but uh, he lost his way. Guys, we have another caller on the air. Uh, caller, stay okay. there. On, uh, uh, I'm going. I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Randy. You for calling Randy. In. Randy. Thank you, you Randy. Bye-bye. 9-17, you're live on Future Theater. Hello. 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 Hi. Hello. Uh, I'm calling about my cats. Oh, boy. Okay. Hello. Yeah, Hello. hi. Meow. I, I've been looking for an astrologer for my main coons for the better part of two years, and I haven't found one. They're, they're main coons, and they're Geminis, and they're beautiful cats, and I was wondering if Nancy or Bill could tell me where to find a reputable astrologer for well, my cats. I, can. I, I, actually, I actually can. And I will probably. I. Uh oh, we lost okay. Nancy. 
Okay, let's Hello? Bill? Yeah, Bill, do you know Nancy where? was coming to us from a Vietnam-era uh, battlefield radio. <laughs> We've lost that? her. That's weird. Yeah, Nancy, I'm you back? back? Okay. I'm All right, good. Yeah. Hello? Okay. Hey, hello? Uh, yes, hello. Is that uh, Bill? Uh, well, this is Domino's well. Pizza. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And Nancy Would you like to order a large? Who or does Nancy? know an astrologer. So let Nancy explain the astrological... Feline well, I know answer. I know a couple, uh, and I have a book right. I have a book by a fellow named. His last name is Smith, and it's all about the souls, the animals. Well, I'll, I'll if you can uh, write to me at right. Hang on, get off the table. That's right. You tell them. Yeah, that's Hello? right. Yeah, that's right. Well, get and, off the table, damn cats. Is it tr- off the table? That's her husband. She's screaming at. I oh. Hello. Well, either either way, yes. it's kind of a pussycat. Hello, or her furry yes. child. Yes. 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 So, uh, yes. so tell I'll, us. I'll what... write to you. Uh, do I do I send you a fax? No. Yes. Me... Yeah. Here's send the... send a fax. Yes. Here's a fax okay. number nine seven six. Yes. Okay. D U C K. Area code eight hundred. All right. Well, thank you. You're All welcome. Right. Um, good night. Good night. Best call of the year right there. When you bring callers on, you refer to them by some sort of a numeric system. What is that? Area code. Oh. Yeah, it's very simple, actually. It's. I think you should go by street address. That's just me. <laughs> I was thinking oh, about oh, social oh, or blood type. What, what but... they're eating right at that moment. And that was... Hello! 432. <laughs> Hi there. You're on the air. 442. No. In order to call the show, you have to first stand on a USB-connected scale. It's really a humi- humiliating show to call, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking do- definitely does help if you're on the call well, to the show. That was, I think that was Bateman, though. I do think that was Bateman. It was. Yeah, that was. You s- oh, really? Yeah, that was his Marianne character. Aww. He's pranked George Nori on Coast, I know, at least one time using that character. Ah. And, uh, with great See, success. Well, yeah, they're okay. having a good uh, a good time in the chat room with that one, Nancy. Everybody says it's Bateman. Well, and all I saw was Bateman going by, and there you go. And I was waiting for his luscious voice and his whole avatar thing. <laughs> Get off the table. Um, <laughs> and that's the only that's the only thing, Michael. Are, do you take stuff? Are are you censoring anything on the Belgab as it goes by? Because every once in a while, something will pass by that's so ugly. Not your avatar, of course, but. You know, I think I think you, if you are a red-blooded American, should be slightly aroused by my avatar. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. No? Mm. Well, there, okay. it, it, it's inspired. Who? And someone picked I can't up. remember the last time I deleted a post, if that's what you're asking me. Okay. So, and, and uh, I have read in maybe Reddit or someplace, but I read that, the, but um, Google and other people go through a lot of trouble to keep the really goriest stuff off the internet. From That's his- not true. That's not true at all. And we have another caller. Caller, you're live on Feature Theater. Hello. Uh, hi. Um, this is Andy um, from oh, Australia. God. Some <laughs> foreigner. Go ahead, foreigner. <laughs> hi, yeah, Andy. Is this just Learn how to speak English. I actually have a bone to pick with uh, your guest tonight. Um, oh, uh, my. MV is the popular host of another uh, podcast. And, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. He it's called the Gabcast. It's on tomorrow yes. night at um, yes, yes. 10 p.m. Eastern, um, and I feel that he should have um, held off on the breaking news That's that he true. had received. 
and uh, well, saved I it for his other show. something to the table tonight. I can't just come in here and talk about how beautiful I am and how lovely my voice is. Well, but here, here's the thing. I guarantee you guys, you're going to have a big blowout party show tomorrow night, aren't you? You're going to have like two, f- four hours or something. Well, we're oh. going to start the evening out at 8 o'clock Eastern with the spec sheet. So all 14 of our listeners will gather and embrace That's the spec sheet. That's such a soothing, boring background. The people who go into chat during the, the spec sheet have the most fun because we end up not – you can't follow it you, as much as you want to. Eventually, the guys just start talking. It sounds like a pipe. You know, there's a cigar lit and it's just the guys in the back room and it's so comforting. And we go ahead and talk about whatever we want to talk about in chat. It's very comforting, so sorry about that. But, and then, Following then if- the chat while you're doing a show is an art. Uh, yeah. There is – you can't yes, – really, I mean you have to – you just have to sort of moderate the extent to which you allow your eyes to be locked into that. Right, and if they're all saying, hey, you know, like stop, stop, stop or some such thing, but yeah – but so then and then so the spec the spec sheet starts and then then the gabcast and then aren't you guys doing uh on the night before the 20th you're going to do an a really like a long show a big show well before- Bateman's going to do Bateman's going to do a gabcast episode that will precede Art's test broadcast ah. on the 19th I believe that is July yeah. 19th Art's yeah. going to do an open lines it's going to be basically his first show yeah but- it's, yeah. for all intents and purposes, really a test just to make sure that everything goes the way it's supposed but, to. But, but, and, but, uh, and the but, lead in, there will but, be a show. But, wait, what if that breaks the non-compete? Well, I, I'm sure they've considered that. I can't imagine that it would. Oh, wouldn't that be oh, terrible? Right wouldn't no. that be? Surely they've be considered the that. Art's not on the show. No, no, not your show, but he's going to do the test show. What if the test show breaks the non-compete? No, it's a test uh, show. It's a test. No, what he, well, it's a broadcast. Surely the non-compete is over by then. I no, thought I heard that it was over like on the 15th of July or something like that. Well, Keith would know. Yes, he K. would. K. Rowland. K. Row would know. 442, you're back on Future but Theater. Jasmine, you, do you want to say something this time or no? Lose some weight, sir. <laughs> Guess not. All right. So I always picture Jasmine. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is White Crow. Somebody's four, four, here. Why is this show oh, sounding no. like an AM uh, uh, show? But anyway, go ahead, caller. No caller? I Come on, 442. He's like mumbling. Or, say what you got to say. Let's go. I wish Let's I had it. a cowbell. Hmm. Or, the, uh, Benny, or the Benny Hill theme. The person is know. saying hello. The person well, hello, 442. Welcome to the show. So we have Australia connected, okay, but not get out of, other, Let's uh, get rid of 442. He just, yeah. Not yeah, well. let's get back to me for a moment. Yes, yes, yes. Back to the guy with the accent. I picture Jasmunda sitting in a kind of a kitchen table setting always with a family around him. Um, is that correct? <laughs> Are you sitting in a Not, kitchen always so. with one of those baby carriers strapped to his chest? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's trying to sip some Dr. Pepper, but he can't yeah. get his arm around his baby. Yeah. And then I find out that it's you, MV, with the baby. I think Jasmunda has a baby as well, right? I do. An eight-month-old. Yeah. We are both breeders. And you're both fathers who do the actual show whilst, whilst get that whilst That's whilst taking care of the babies, and it's a whole. I have new, done that. It's I, you have. And I have gotten complaints about that, but listen, I'm a real person. I have a life outside of Belgab and doing podcasts, and so. I think that's an admirable trait in me that Thank I would God. take I care of my child fathers. while doing a show. Right, right. And if fathers had done that back in the day, we wouldn't be where we are today. I even changed my daughter's poopy uh, diaper during a gabcast. 
one you of the see high that, points. That's, that's a real high point right there. <laughs> Non-compete think- ends on the 16th, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Thank yeah, God. They're, they're, Art and Keith are not dopes. They're not going to then- anything up. The game really does change, my friends. So oh, it yes. ends on the 16th, eh? Boy, there could be some great shows between the 16th after the oh, 16th. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, non-compete ends. Interesting. Oh, by the way, quick, we only have a couple of minutes. Can you tell everybody what Periscope is and how we can be part of Periscope? Okay. Me? MV? Yes, MV. That would be well, you, yes. My understanding is that it's a new product from Twitter. I installed it on my Android phone, the Android version of the app. Came out only days ago. I guess it was on iOS first, and it allows you to view live video feeds broadcast by other Periscope users, or you yourself can broadcast. And as people are watching, they can tap on their screen, and little hearts will flutter across the screen. Ah. Mu- these are multicolored hearts, and they'll just really? come across oh the screen and my. enhance the experience. I find it very—it's uh, wow. fabulous. It just wakes me up every time I use it. But it's not on your computer. It's only on your movable things, right? Isn't that kind of depressing? At least to me it is. We're entering an era where these things don't exist on a PC. Well, they're becoming like – they're turning our computer into a toaster, basically. You're going to push a button and the toaster's going to come up. Did you guys hear Art and Darren driving to Vegas? Did you see that one on Periscope? No, because I refused to – Oh, you missed out. Well, I tell you what. That was a really – that's the first time I've heard Art's voice – since he called into the uh, Gabcast. Wow. It was nice to hear him. And, and Art, if you're listening, Erin sounds just lovely. Really? Well, oh, she Art, sounds like Art, a lovely girl. Is Art in good voice? He sounds great. He sounds young and chipper <laughs> and hard. ready to go. Wouldn't it be terrible <laughs> oh. if this whole thing just kind of youthens him and, and he starts to age back? Well, you know like something? If you oh, that'd be terrible. That'd be great. I, I, you know something? I think that Art marrying Erin... And having a little beautiful little girl, I think that kept him alive. I yes. think that extended his life by fifteen yes. or twenty years. If he had, if, after yep. Ramona died back in two thousand six, yep. if Art had just sat in that trailer all by himself, feeling sorry for himself, he would not be alive right now. I firmly yeah. believe that. I agree. If you want yes. to stay young, you need to surround yourself with young things. And yes. do the, and and the network is a young thing that he's building as well. I'm pretty excited about it. Keep yourself yes. Keep yourself busy. Hey, you, how many people have you known that retire and they're dead six months later? Oh, you absolutely. Need to have a Neil Rogers. To wake up every day. That Neil happened. Rogers. Uh, yeah. Look, Neil Rogers, legend in radio. Art knows who he is. Uh, he was on WIOD back in the day with Phil Hendry, Art Bell, all of them. Retired from radio in 2009. Dead in 2010. Well. Uh, there's this wonderful oh, story. I'm uh, not a wonderful yeah. story, but uh, uh, this phenomenal, ironic story that um, coming out of L.A., where this guy was a hundred years old, and he worked in the bus yard on um, on Pacific Avenue. You got thirty seconds. You got to wrap up in Venice, and he was a hundred years old. And finally, the city of L.A. said, "Look, you have to retire. You can't be a hundred years old and work here." He retired the next week. He died. I believe it. Well, he work was 100, sir. <laughs> got to wrap it up, work, Bill. Work that keeps you alive. Yes, I think work it does. You need you to have a reason to get out of bed every morning. Every morning. Thank you for go. having me, guys. It's been such a pleasure. It has it was, been a pleasure. It, it has been a pleasure. Hey, you, been a we blast. have to do it again sometime. I hope I delivered the goods. I really hope you oh, had a good you, show tonight. They're mad, they're mad at you, MV, because Why? You, you spewed the goods tonight instead of on your show. I had to bring something to the table tonight. I, I can't just come in here and... 
Hi, everybody. I'm MV. Let's all <laughs> Hi, everybody. We got to cut let's all the show because we got to go. And and we have to go. So thank you Bye. for joining us. We'll all listen to you tomorrow night. Thank you. And yes. from the banks of Primrose Creek in beautiful downtown Solbury Village, Pennsylvania, we are your co-hosts, Bill. That's me and Nancy. Good night. On Future Theater Live on the Dark Matter Radio Network and PSN Radio. And please join us next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. See you next week. I walk a stone and I feel the power. The hills have eyes and are coming true.